We are guys in shorts. We are back after a week off. Good to see you guys. Nice to be here. Yeah. yeah. Glad to see you guys. Be sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at guys in shorts pod. Uh, and if you have a chance, I know we say it every week, but uh, apparently none of you are listening because I feel like the reviews have not gone up yet. That's because no one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? We have much more listeners. listeners than we do reviews, though. So I know there are people out there, and you know who you are, who have not reviewed the show. You need to scroll down real quick, pull over to the side of the road, scroll down, hit five stars, and uh, write a nice little thing, and then uh, call it a day. That's right. Hoopty hoo. There you go. That's that's all it takes. <laughs> all it takes. Good stuff. I feel like El Trace is still our last... <laughs> oh really? Yeah, we gotta. We oh, gotta. Yeah. We yeah, gotta, we gotta that. step that. Come up. on, come on, people! All right, this week, ooh, the Dodgers made a huge move. We'll be talking about that. Uh, the Angels almost made a medium-sized move. <laughs> we'll eh. poke fun at that. Uh, the filthy cheating Astros are turning out to be filthier and cheatinger uh. than we even expected. Even already knew. Hate those asterisks. Oh, they're the worst. I think everybody does at this point. <laughs> the Clippers also making moves, bringing Marcus Morris over from the Knicks. And uh, plus, uh, the XFL kicked off their season and nobody sounds. watched. Nobody watched. <laughs> nobody here, at least. Spoiler alert no one in this room watched, but uh, we hear good things. So we'll report on those good things. And I think Mr. Costello even has a useless stat. Ooh, it's been yeah. a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Excited. my gosh. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick has started exactly zero games in the end. <laughs> <laughs> that is useless. Let's get to it. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. Hey, guys. Mookie Betts is a Dodger. Congratulations. Ben Garcia. Thank you. Hoopty hoo. And Darren Basa. To all you lovers out there, happy Valentine's oh, Day. Yes. Happy yes. Valentine's Day. A lot of lovers out there in LA. You guys got plans? You guys have all been married yeah. a lot longer than I have. Do you guys still celebrate Valentine's Day? Yeah, we get KFC every year. Oh, <laughs> oh, well really? Done. Yeah. Well no, done. so this started when we were dating. Okay. That's pretty right. cool. Well, That's a good tradition. I think the first Valentine's Day, I was I was coming home after work. I was going to her house after work. Okay. And, you know, I asked her, I said, you know, do you want to go out, you know, maybe, maybe wait a night or go out like this weekend or something to celebrate Valentine's Day, thought I'd be a good boyfriend. And she's like, no, actually I was kind of craving KFC. Do you want nice. me to just do that? And so, so she got it. That was our first Valentine's Day together and it was the best. There was no line Yeah. and we ate it at her house. And so every subsequent year now, we sort of celebrate that by getting KFC. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Awesome. That's a good tradition. Oh, yeah, it. it's great. I feel like, it, I like those. It, it, you don't have to spend a ton of money. It's more the the sentimental value to it. Or, yeah, and or, to be honest, the only time that we go to KFC every year is just that day. We don't ever get KFC other yeah. than that. So it's a novelty. It is. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for I you. Like so, in, so instead job, of getting man. my wife an eight-day trip to Bora Bora, I could have got away with some KFC. No, oh, no. You, you have base of money. money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's not happening. <laughs> Mrs. Basil nope. is accustomed to a few things. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm going to show up with some KFC. Oh, that will not fly. Maybe get some extra crispy nope. in there. <laughs> yeah. If it was Popeye sandwiches, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Well, let's uh, jump right into this. We got some exciting news for the Blue Crew. How the heck did you guys pull that off? Uh, yeah, uh, well, it took a while. Price. <laughs> it took a while. Boston yeah. was desperate. It was, it was, were you sweating it? Because it was looking a little bit. No. Like, it no. might not there, go there, because I was, I was hoping it actually didn't go through. But oh, go ahead. Wait, what? <laughs> that oh, makes wait. no sense. Oh, but anyways, yeah. Let him finish yeah, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Uh, no, because it, 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 there was, everybody had already been told. And so you can't, like, Mookie Betts and David Price are just going to go back to to Boston like nothing happened. It's like, I'm cheating on you. No, wait, well, just yeah, kidding. I yeah, want you yeah, to forget. There's no way well, it wasn't right. NBA happen. did that with Chris Paul and uh, <coughs> yeah. Lamar Odom and that yeah. whole, or, that fiasco. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, Chris Paul ended ended uh, ended up any somewhere anyways. He never yeah. actually went back to the team. Um, and poor Lamar, he just he fell apart yeah. after that. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no. But there was too many. There was too many moving pieces. There was too many. The, the twins were involved. There was a secondary trade with the Angels. Just too many things yeah. going on for it not to happen. The uh, major league players union got involved. 
Uh, it, it was an ugly, ugly, ugly scene. But uh, yeah, they finally pulled it off. I, I like the first version of the trade better than the second version, but you do what you have to do when it when it comes to to bringing on uh, good old Mookie Betts. And check, well, I got an early. Go ahead. Uh, Useless stat of the week by Victor Costello. Yes. There we go. Mookie Betts is the only player in Major League Baseball history to win the World Series MVP Gold Glove, Silver Slugger, and bat- batting title in the same season. Not even Mike Trout's done that because he hasn't won yeah. a World Series yeah. yet. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we can't even get to the playoffs. <laughs> playoffs? Yeah. <laughs> We're sitting here talking about playoffs. <laughs> playoffs and uh, angels don't belong in the same sentence. <laughs> That's like Pesa and KFC for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you have a you have a was it 2018 wait 2018 2017 yeah. American League MVP. Yep. I forget what year it 18, was. 18, right? Mookie Betts 2018 American League And now MVP. you have Cody Ballinger the the current and in the, the same NL. outfield. Yeah. That's just it's just crazy. We that have a crazy. legitimate leadoff batter who, you know, bats 50 to 60 points higher than Jacques Peterson. Yep. And it's just it's going to be a beautiful thing. Can still hit for thing. power. He's good yep. out in the field. Oh, it, defensively, he's amazing. It's a huge upgrade. Now, are you yeah. done so I can tell you why it's a upgrade? <laughs> yes, go ahead. <laughs> Here we go. The shit all over it. Oh, uh, well, man. I'm not shitting on it. I'm being realistic. So, <laughs> and, and by being realistic, I'm going to shit on it. <laughs> so when you, Wait, what did we give up? Or what did you guys give up? Go for, ahead, Vic. What was the trade? It was uh, Verdugo. Um, and there was one other prospect, or two other prospects, right? Well, the minors, there, yeah. there was one big prospect, and it was Jeter Downs. So yes. he was one of the top prospects in in in, in Dodge. That's a hell of a name. Although I feel like he should be a golfer. Yeah, that's he was, true. He was actually named after Derek Jeter by his parents. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. And that's the one that hurts because the the first iteration of the trade, they didn't lose any of their prospects. There was no prospects going anywhere. The Dodgers had held on to everything. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty amazing that they were able to pull that off. The good news is that they didn't give up any pitching, um, so they're uh, all their you know Dustin May and all the other guys that are going to be really good once they once they get going uh, are still on still on the team. So uh, Jeter Downs definitely hurts. Um, uh, Verdugo hurts only because he has potential. Um, he is uh, kind of a little. He might be in a little bit of trouble legally. Uh, but uh, other than that, he you know he seemed like a good teammate on the Dodgers. There are questions about his character, but uh, he you know while he was playing with the Dodgers, nothing ever happened. Well, so. and he wasn't going to break into that outfield. No, no. So, so as good as he was, yeah, he I mean, was always going to be really be, tough. To me, he was going to be serve that role of like a Jock Peterson or someone like that, where they would match him up against left-handers and right-handers depending on his average and all that kind of stuff. But to me, he was never going to be a full-time player. So. You know, I, yeah, I, I of course you're you're sad to see a talent like that go, but I I, I understood that. Um, so when I when I look at the two players coming in, you got Mookie Betts, who we all agree is a phenomenal player, upgrade at on any team, including the Dodgers. You know, who probably have the most talented team in baseball. What I don't like about it is the fact that we have him on a one year rental, the same thing that we did with Manny Machado, and. So, yeah, we're, we're going to pay him all this money. We, we've given up a couple of prospects basically to rent him. And unless the Dodgers have, I don't know, I wouldn't even call it wherewithal, but if, they, they, if they're interested in re-signing him, maybe this makes sense. But historically, with the current Dodgers management regime that's in place, is not going to sign any player to a 10-year, $400 million deal, yeah. which is what he's going to be seeking. So essentially, now you've given up these trade pieces to pull in a guy in, in the outfield who... Yeah, he makes your team better, but it, that's not where the Dodgers were struggling. The Dodgers were struggling in pitching, I think, you know, getting quality upfront starters and lo- losing Hinjin Rayu, and now they lost Kenta Maeda to Minnesota. You know, so you've got, obviously, you've got um, Walker Bueller and you have uh, Clayton Kershaw at the top. Now you bring in David Price. And so here's the thing with Price is he's already a little bit older. He signed a huge deal with, with the Red Sox. And now, granted, the Red Sox, I think, are going to pay about 50% of his salary back to the Dodgers. Million. So, so now you've got a top three starter. But to me, he's a very much like Clayton Kershaw. When he's on, he's a phenomenal pitcher. But I think he's a little bit of a head case. I don't think he's someone that you can necessarily rely on in the playoffs. So I, I don't think that He'll this trade... right in. Yeah. So I don't think this trade <laughs> addressed what the Dodgers' need was. But what I do think that it did is there was a lot of Dodgers fans that were looking for the Dodgers to make a big move. And they all the free agents that they wanted to go out and get, 
they all signed with other with other teams. There really wasn't a lot that Dodgers fans were excited about. So I think that this was sort of a twofold trade. It was we're you know Dodgers management are looking at it saying let's just make a splash. Let's see what we can go out and do. You know you get David Price. I'm going to say quote in the on the cheap. If he works out, that'll be a great addition. You know, like you guys mentioned, you've now got a solid leadoff hitter. You got a solid outfielder that you can rely on day in and day out for the rest of the season. If we can win a World Series, it all makes sense. If you don't win a World Series, I don't think it does. And 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 the main reason is because they didn't address their their main problems to me, which was pitching. Let's break this down really quick. Oh yeah, <laughs> do it, do it. The Mick. Dodger beat writers have already come out and said that they've been told by by management that they're going to try to they're actually going to try to sign him before the end of the season to get him under a contract before he becomes a free agent. So it looks like the Dodgers are willing to throw money at him. Uh, unlike, do you think that makes sense? Yeah. Mookie Betts is one of those generational players. So if you can get him under contract, yeah, you do it. So let me let me just play Deadville's advocate. When you say a generational player, I think Mike Trout. The Angels yeah. go and do that, and we make fun of them. Yeah. So as the Dodgers fans, now we sign that exact same deal with Mookie Betts, who doesn't hit nearly the home runs and doesn't hit for near the average that Trout does. Why does that? Why is that a good thing for the Dodgers? Because the Dodgers have been to the World Series two out of the last three years. Plus, there put it this way: there was a there there the farm system of the Dodgers is incredible. When the when the first trade went through, there was a, a Dodger that was uh, rumored to have been in the in the trade package, but he wasn't. Right. So I found this guy tweeted out, and he said. If true, if this guy goes uh, as part of the – actually, he was a part of the um, uh, Angels deal. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be with Jock Peterson and and, uh, and, uh, and uh, uh, you know somebody from the minors. But they, Hunter Renfro or something, whatever that guy's I name don't, was. I don't remember what his name is, <laughs> but it was pretty crazy because he was in the, in the 20s. He's the Raiders receiver. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember that's the guy's right, name. That's right. In the Dodger farm system, he was in the 20s. Had he gone to the Angels, he would have been in the top nine of your guys' farm system. You don't have to brag about it. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's my point, you. though. That's my point. So that's the difference yeah. between Mookie Betts and Mike Trout is yeah. Mike Trout has ham. He, he, he's a great, he's a one-time, a truly one-time generational player. I mean, you can't get better than Mike Trout, right? But the Angels have done nothing to support him. Yeah. Whereas the Dodgers have a team that can... That they're going to have under you know rent control for a while because of all these young players. Well, so that so that brings up my next point. So if if they sign bets and, and I don't know what he's going for, but say four hundred million dollars over ten years, forty million a season, and you still have got Kershaw signed. Luckily, it's only for this season and then one more, so that'll come off the books. But at some point soon, you're going to have Bellinger come up. You're going to have Corey Seager come up. You're going to have some of these guys that have made large contributions to your playoff you know history over the last few years. And, and I'm thinking that it would be prudent for the Dodgers for continuity purposes and also because, you know, some of these guys have become fan favorites to re-sign them. And I think that if you now sign bets and now you start signing some of these other guys, you're going to run into two situations. The first is, A, you turn into the Angels and you run out of money if you're trying to stay under the cap. Or two, you go way over the cap, and now you're the Yankees, and for ten straight seasons, you're paying a luxury tax on a potentially a team that can get old real quick, and you know your your playoff window close, and now you're stuck with Pujols contracts for six more years, and you're in like this this de- complete destitute where now you're essentially now training your farm system to make this team, you know, viable where people are coming in. I, I just I again, you get in trouble with long term contracts, and I'm not a fan of it. Right. Well, that, that's the whole point of the farm system in that if Corey Seager does come up, they have somebody that can take his place. So you think that's they what they're going to do? Oh, I'm positive. And with Bellinger, you think they'll let him Bellinger, walk? they'll probably throw money at him. Um, and what about like some of the pitchers, you know, the 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 the, the Walker Buehlers, the, uh, who's, who's the fat Mexican guy that gained 100 pounds this season? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Fernando Valenzuela? <laughs> You know Uraeus? Uraeus? the younger one, Julio Urias. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, he's he's going to come cheap because he's been in trouble and he hasn't. Uh, but I'm like, if these guys pop, right? Like, let's say they have like a K Rod season, right? right. Yeah, Where, but you're talking about a bunch of ifs. And my point is, is right now, if you have Mookie Betts, you sign him. And the Dodgers are so good with their farm system that again, they they can let go of somebody regardless of. The, you just said right now that the Dodgers went and did something for the fans, and now you're saying, well, if fans get mad that they no, it's you can't have it both ways. So they they trade away players, they bring in these young guys. Um, if if Mookie Betts, if they win a World Series this year, and don't sign Mookie, is is it worth it? Is the trade worth it? 
Yes, and he's valuable. At, yeah, yeah, because yeah. because you, you know you're not you're not subjecting. And I to feel like harm. he, like he, gives you guys. Are you guys favorites? Oh, by far, they're no. up there. Yeah, no, I mean, we're, we're they're I like, like they're, they're projected like, like 107 yeah. wins right yeah. now. It's I, I I think I heard something. You're like 99.9 percent favored to yeah. make the playoffs. Yeah, like practically. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're they're talking about the Braves. The Braves don't put money on it. There was a please, please don't. There's talk about other National League teams just foregoing this season and not making any more trades, not making any more moves because it's it's kind of like the Golden State Warriors, where it's like, what's the point? Like we might as well wait. Yeah, wait to see what happens. I like that. I I like it just for the idea that they're that close. Like you guys have been that close the last so many seasons. And if this is what pushes you over the edge. Good on you. I think that's kind of what happened was that the whole cheating scandal pushed the the Dodgers front office. They're like, you know, screw it. Yeah. Like we have yep. to do. We have to try and win it this year. Like th- th- this is some. This is not an if ands or buts. Like we've been yeah. screwed. It's time to. It's time to you know bring in the guns and let's do. And this. maybe it was Boston feeling guilty that they did the same thing. They're just, uh, <laughs> maybe if, maybe if MLB sees this trade. Maybe they'll go a little easy on us. <laughs> <laughs> and then David Price, David Price pretty much has the same numbers as Rich Hill. So you've replaced Rich Hill with David Price. So that that's basically what happened with with Mark Price. Um, and as far as I'm trying to, I'm trying. There was another point that you said. Now I can't, I can't remember what it was. It was eh. probably brilliant. Nobody, nobody can remember. <laughs> yeah, we'll move ahead. Nobody Not cares. On the back. <laughs> Well, good. Glad you're happy about oh, it, Vic. Yeah. I feel like that's the right decision. Before we yeah. move on, I want I want the Angels fans' opinion. So we clown on Trout. Yeah, we mm-hmm. make we 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 will sit all day long. You clown on the contract, right? Well, yeah, the, the contract, and that we yeah. have. So, won so what is your him. take yeah. on Vic's take of I'm excited to sign a guy for ten years, four hundred million? I mean, I think Vic's point is. It holds water that if if you're in this window where the Dodgers are, um, it makes sense. If that's the going rate for a guy uh, of his talent, and yeah, for a few years, there's going to be this window where you guys could win back to back, maybe have a dynasty, and then and then the last that one, yeah, and then the last you know five six years of the contract. Who knows? Maybe the team falls apart and you guys are rebuilding. But if you win two. Or three World Series, then it's totally worth it. Yeah, I think Dodger fans, you are going to get to a point where you are very desperate. You have been to. Oh, we're World's- desperate now. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. exactly my point. You've been to the playoffs we're X amount of times. Yeah. You've been to the yeah. World Series X amount of times now, and you're almost there. Yeah, we're, we're if, like if thirty-two player, year old virgins. Yeah, if a player like Mookie Betts <laughs> is going to get you that World Series it's title, time. Yeah. then you, why not? Yeah. Well, but you can get that. So. To Jeff's point, and I, I kind of hijacked the segment because I know you were going to move on, but if the Dodgers <laughs> won it this year, mm-hmm. I say let him walk. He got you what you needed to do. I, If you don't, and, and you're but what if closer, why not have what it more if than one year? What if he goes into the postseason and he's just, as advertised, a total stud MVP again and, and just incredible? <laughs> How do you know it's not just a contract year? Like that's the yeah. thing, right? Well, that's true, but but it's like that girl that loses a bunch of weight to get you, and then she gains the weight when she gets together with you. You know, it's like you don't know. Yeah, but his numbers tell you that he's never gained weight. Well, that's yeah. true. Yeah. There you go. You guys should win the World Series this Good year. Stuff. Yes, I hope so. Man. I hope so too. No, no, the Angels are going to do it. Oh my gosh! It'll be a Dodgers Angels World Series. Here comes you know, Mr. Rainbows can't and Butterflies. Wait. Go put Can't that on wait. Vegas. No. Yeah, I'd probably get it. You know, good, w- good if that Jacques Peterson trade had gone through, I mean, that's not a bad lineup. No, it's a at great all. Not, not bad at all. No. So, so let's talk about that. the The trade it was going to be Peterson and Stripling for who was it? Rangifo and Lou Ferrigno and 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 Hunter yeah. Renfro. Yeah, yeah, and Hunter, yeah, right. Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> That I gotta be honest, we win that trade. <laughs> of course, we do. We would, yeah. It's, uh, but I, I saw the trade, and part of me was like, and I get the Dodgers were kind of trying to unload Peterson's. Well, the, at some salary. point they're going to have to unload two players because we're, yeah. we're two players over the forty-man roster right now. But I, do you think there was a part of that? Because I feel like, by all accounts. I get that the Dodgers need to do that, but the Angels kind of win that trade. Oh, totally. Um, do you think that at all that was because the Angels are in Houston's division, and if you're the Dodgers, no. you don't mind uh, giving 
a little more to little if, you, if you have to give up a player like that yeah. and that you know is going to help out another team, maybe sticking it to the Astros. That's that's kind of where my mind. You know, went that's, with it. that's think not about a bad it, but idea. you know, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the way the way it looked it looked like when they that trade was initially released was we're taking on all this contract money. And and I, I kind of went to where you were, which is it sounds like they're going to resign bets, which they know if they resign Belgium and others, they're going to be in the salary cap right. window for a long time. So this would be like that last year that you can stay under the cap so that you can minimize whatever that cap hit's going to be over the next five to ten years. Right. And so that's to me why it was important. So to me, it doesn't matter where he goes. The two things that you do is you make sure he doesn't go to a rival, yeah, and you make sure he doesn't stay in division, yeah. So. To your point, it would make sense that yeah. it's like, where could you put him that, where you're not going to play him and he's going to do the most damage to the one team that you hate the most? Yeah. It, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's where my head it. went. Yeah. I love it. Good Good job, you know man. what? It's right, You're right. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. so rarely yeah. right on the show. <laughs> uh. Jeff, let me ask you this. Are you happy with your owner right now in the no. Angels? No. Why is that? Because he well, threw a temper tantrum. So the yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So so the report and and you guys, I I only heard pieces of this. Yeah. Moreno pulled the plug. Pulled the plug, tri- yeah. pulled the plug on it That's because it looks like now, the yeah. Dodgers were dragging their feet. Right. It wasn't the, the Dodgers. It was the freaking. It the was twins, the whole right. um, and the Red Sox. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No. He. It, I I think that was a tantrum. I don't get it. Like a rich guy, impatient. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. Yeah, and, and you know, same thing with me, and probably the same thing with a lot of Angels fans. I would be really pissed off at Artie Moreno, Jacques Peterson in this lineup. You're looking at the, probably the fifth, is he French, sixth. Is that Jacques, Jacques Jacques Peterson? Yeah, and Arte. I like that. And Arte. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably looking at the sixth best offense out yeah, there in the MLB. That would have been scary. With yeah. Stripling, I know he only lasts for what five innings or so, but still, but he, a good five innings. Though. Five innings for half the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. It was that, but he yeah. they, those he'll those fit right in with. Be perfect. That's yeah. five more innings and I than we get with our a, pitchers. I believe he has a three point five ERA, so he's probably going to be our best pitcher if we would have got him. <laughs> <laughs> at he's this your point, opening day starter. At this, yeah, he's our opening, <laughs> he probably would be. No, Otani and, should be back by then. No, they they say since his knee surgery, he's probably going to come back in May or something. That dude's like Humpty wow. Dumpty, man. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, but they I, said that uh, I saw today though that they said that he is going to be pitching and and batting yeah. again. Yeah. God, I, I, I wish. I, I I've been saying this since the day you guys got well, thirty games into like how good he his bat is, and to take him out of that lineup, you know, mm-hmm. for two games every <coughs> whatever it is like that. God, I wish he wasn't up because yeah, he was yeah. a, he was above three point oh in his pitching, right? I mean, yeah, he, he was, was three point something. Yeah. yeah. They need they need his bat more than he. Well, yeah. I take that back. They Angels. do. They, you guys do well, need his pitching. Yeah, we, but we we need both. But yeah. if you guys had pitchers, if to just if, right. if you, oh, his bat is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, it sucks. I concur. Yeah. So you know, especially you, Jeff, and same with me. I, I'm not happy with Marino. He's had a history of bad contracts. Look at the Pujols contract; it's very backloaded. We can't get rid of him. Yeah. Look Two at the Josh. Years, he needs to stay <laughs> look, at the, look at the Josh Hamilton contract, which he pushed. You yeah. know that, that was yeah. a yeah. little bit of a flame out. And at this point, I mean, you're it, not Jerry Jones. You signed, stay out of. We're it. not Jerry Jones. You signed Upton. We signed Upton. Leave it to Billy Upler. He's our GM. He's the guy in charge of yeah. all these contracts. Yeah. In the meantime, we've waited what six years to. Get into the playoffs. Another eighteen years or so to win a World Series. You're not going to wait twenty four to forty eight hours to let this deal between the Dodgers, Red Sox, and Twins work out. Yeah, and, and Jacques is yeah. Jacques. 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 Yeah, come on, he's say on it right. a um, uh, he's a you know team friendly contract right now, and he just lost arbitration. Yeah, he just lost it. <laughs> yeah. so, yes, I mean he would have been cheap for you guys for the amount of, of power. I mean uh, his batting average isn't the greatest, but he would you know give you thirty home runs a year. Yeah. on a really good contract. So three hundred uh, strikeouts and twenty eight home yeah. runs. <laughs> yeah. I would say this for for all you Dodger fans who are going to show up at Angel Stadium. When uh, we take on the uh, Astros, yeah, good for you guys. Yes, <laughs> get oh, your butts down there. Oh, I know there's like that. a group of like three thousand or yeah, so Dodger fans that are going that yeah, just bought tickets and they're yeah. going to be showing up. Yeah, make sure. Let me say, I'm going to say this before I'll say show it again. If, up, yeah. Dodger fans, make sure you root for the Angels though, because if you don't root for the oh. Angels and only boo for the Astros, <laughs> that's not a good showing. I think they have to root for the Angels as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like join the join the crowd and get go crazy for the I Angels like for that one. I game, like yeah. that, Vic. Bring that's what they say. That's the what they're support. saying they're going to do. Bring on well, your see, Pantone really 726 or uh, whatever that whatever is. Whatever the number <laughs> Love is. Love it. Yeah. 
<laughs> Love it. All right. We got to keep this moving. That's 24 minutes of baseball. And uh, I feel like we're uh, losing people. But we got we got more to talk about. I'm still here on my phone. Hey! <laughs> we got to talk about those filthy, cheating Astros. Victor, uh, okay, so I know is we've there been new on, news that yes, came out, and I know we've been on baseball for a while, so I'll make this short and quick. Um, pretty much, uh, a report came out in Washington, or Washington, in the Wall Street Journal, and what it came out and said was this whole thing started in 2016. Oh, with whoa, a year with an Intern, okay, who basically said, uh, "You guys aren't cheating good enough. Let me show you how to cheat better." <laughs> really? So he had this thing. They called it Code Breaker. Um, that was one of the names they had for it, and also the the dark arts. And the uh, Excel sheet started, from what I can understand, in 2016, where they started um, keeping track of. They would have somebody watch the the game live, and and then they would they would mark down what the catcher was, you know, fastball, da, 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 plug it into an algorithm, go into an Excel sheet, and they continued it through to 2017 on the road and at home. So both, it's not oh. just at home anymore. Okay. They they were they were compiling all these things to to decipher and to figure out what pitches were coming next uh, on on the on the road and at home. So wow, yeah. And then it came out because the Major League Baseball said that it was a player driven thing. I think it was Bleacher Report or the Athletic. I forget which one came out, and they did a report saying that um, they have e- they actually got emails where upper management right. knew everything that was going on, inclu- right. everyone, and, and it was really? driven by upper management. The GM, Carlos Beltran the GM was... Uh, actually come into the room yeah. and be like, hey, are you guys code-breaking? Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. So so it was it was institutional. It was institute and that's not in the uh. Major League Baseball report. They're they're making it they're blaming it all on the players that they let go scot free. Yeah. And so this it just pisses me off because now Major League Baseball in my eyes is implicated in, you know, I don't want to call it a cover up, but they're implicated in not they obviously did not want this to go as far as it should have, and that's the reason why the players aren't punished. Yeah, something has to happen. And uh, Jeff, you actually sent out uh, a text regarding a uh, pitcher. Uh, yeah, right. Which I love. Me too. So Me too. Uh, what, Mike Bowl Bowlsinger? Bowlsinger, yeah. Pitches does terrible against the Astros. And uh, what gets sent down to the minors and never pitches in a major league game again. So he's suing them. Love it for. So for, to me, that's sour grapes because, yeah, but I I agree with you. And and ninety nine times out of a hundred, you're right. I am always normally against some frivolous lawsuit and and complaining. But this is how we stick it to the Astros. If Major League Baseball is not going to do anything, then these players like that's a valid case. Well, so to me though, it's it's weak when it's one guy and he's blaming one outing against this team. That you know was the cause for him not coming back. So to me, if this was class action, and you included Jansen, you included you know Kershaw, <laughs> Darvish, you, yeah, all Darvish, Darvish yeah. yeah, all the guys that were like hit by him, and and maybe even go around to all of Major League Baseball and say, all right, let's get all the top pitchers and let's class action lawsuit Major League Baseball. To me, that's different than you getting some fringe player who could barely make a squad and who had one bad outing, and you don't know if he's just not he doesn't have it to he doesn't have enough to make it in in the majors or. Whatever. It just seems to me like it's sour grapes, and that's why I didn't like well, it. Well, yeah, but he's he's uh what's the deal? He's he just wants them to return so that they the world return the money and donate it the to the bonuses kids. from the World so Series. He, the bonuses from the World grapes. Series he's, is what he's asking he's, for. He's, yeah, and he's gonna, he's he's doing gonna donate what he can to send them. He's message. just trying to yeah, he's just trying to do more than what Major League Baseball did. Yeah. And that's all he's, he's pissed trying off. To do. And yeah. he and yeah. rightly so. Actually and there's Andrew Heaney. Uh, they yes. talked to him. Yeah, yes. they spoke to Pitchers reported yeah. today. He is pissed, and the fact that he's a, in the division with them, yeah. you know, play them more than most pitchers. I would hit Altuve every game. Oh, I, I would. I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it because if I went and Google, then I was like, you know, players that are mad at, you know, that are spoken yeah. out, and. Uh, we only got the tip of the iceberg. When you Google that, you'll see that there's players all around the league that have come out and yeah. said something about like this is bullshit. Like yeah, this is yeah. not, oh, yeah. you know, this is not what baseball is. The major league baseball should have been tougher. Like this is even Justin Turner was like, okay, go ahead and find me if you want because they're supposed to keep their mouth shut, right? Yeah. He came out and said something. And there's other pitchers that also it might happen what you're saying because there's other pitchers now coming out that uh, were shellacked by the Astros on their on their you know second or third outing or whatever it was and never made it back to the yeah. and they're pissed too. They're I, pissed. I, honestly, every, I would say there's 162 games. I I think 
that whoever that starter is, you you throw at Altuve <laughs> in the first inning of every, every game, game for 162 yeah. games. Yeah. A big target on him. Oh, I like it. I like it. The smallest guy on that team, dude. I'd hit him square in the back. I love it. And I'd make it with the highest heat possible, 98 miles an hour, right square in the you, right between his no, shoulder blades. Yes, you bring in your best, your fastest reliever for the first inning. Yeah. yeah. And just have him throw, yeah, get kicked yeah. out. I All right, let's it. bring in our starter. I love it. <laughs> I'd bring That's in Jensen, great. right? Yeah, I'd let him yeah, cowboy just, up yeah, and just, just throw it. it. Well, we can't do that nowadays because of the rule changes. <laughs> oh, see these stupid yeah. rule changes. See? <laughs> oh, God. Well, actually, Over-re- good segue. There yeah. Uh, MLB is talking about playoff changes. Oh, yeah. Let me. Do, uh, do you have it pulled up? Uh, yes, I got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We we kind of liked some of these. Yeah, we're doing a lot of baseball today, aren't we? I know, I know. Okay. All right, we're really at half an hour. That really, real, quick, real quickly, I feel okay. like these are worth mentioning. Yeah. So they're, they're thinking about changing the, the format, and this is what it is. Seven playoff teams in each league, uh, up from five, because it used to be five. Team with the best record in each league gets a first-round bye. Right. Yep. Two division winners and best wildcard team host best-of-three series against bottom three wildcards. Okay. Division winner with second best record gets to pick first round opponent from three wild cards. Division winner with third best record gets to pick first round opponent afterwards. See, now what I like about that is I like it too. Is if you pick a team because you think they're easy and they come back to beat you, like oh. yeah, well it's gonna fire up that team. Yeah. Oh, you picked like, us. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. Like, hey, you're Absolutely. that fat kid who can't jump really high. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're gonna get picked last. Yeah. Like no, I, hope I love they, that. I hope I the love Dodgers it. pick the Angels. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, that's, we? that's not the same division. Well, can you go? Oh, could you imagine if they did, though? Yeah, but if they could, yeah. I'm yeah. sure you we, know. We, we, we would all be, be like, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be so great. I love that. I that's, love that's it. That's not a bad idea. It's yeah. it's very. Uh, yeah. So, how are they going to do that with the scheduling, though? Because now the World Series, because I remember with all the baseball uh, games that need games. to be televised, yeah. they've pushed the World Series game six and seven into November, into November. Which, which they just started a few years ago. Yeah. So, now if you're going to introduce three game series where they used to do just a single play in wild card the day before the the, the series would yeah. start you either have to start the baseball season now a week ahead of time or you need to cut games out of the regular season yeah, yeah. i haven't yeah. seen any of those two options but i think you're absolutely yeah. right yeah I, I wish that they would cut some games down yeah yeah honestly. for that yeah yeah i agree <clears throat> agree to agree Agreed. all right moving on good stuff top notch all around all right <laughs> Suck some NBA basketball. Uh, the Clippers made a big splash before the trade deadline when they got Marcus Morris, who was kind of the the big name. The bell of the ball. Yeah, the, the bell of the deadline. ball before the trade deadline. Um, this uh, this steps up the Clippers game, certainly. And steps down uh, possibly the Laker game. Yeah. Well, because the Lakers were going after him. The Lakers were going after him as well. Mm-hmm. And from what we can tell, at least the reports that have come out, that the – and I don't understand this, but apparently the Knicks were asking for um, Kyle Kuzma mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, Danny Green because of, Kuzma is on a really team-friendly contract to make the money work. The, the Lakers are going to have to put in either one or two more players, whatever it was, to make the money work. That's giving up way too much uh, for a player of his caliber. And what people are, 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 what came out was that the Lakers pulled out at the last second. (laughs) 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 And the Clippers, who had been pursuing him as well, um, were the second option. But the Clippers gave up nothing. I don't understand. I don't know how the I don't know how the rumors of, of asking for Kyle Kuzma and Danny Green can be true if the Clippers gave up literally nothing to get this Hmm. guy. Um, it's a great pickup for the Clippers. The only concern I would have for them is there were reports that came out earlier this year that there was problems in the Clippers' yes. locker room. About a month ago, yeah. I was reading Ooh, reports. Really? Yeah. Right. So, the players, anybody came out and denied it. Yeah. Well, so and, of and course they did. I'm sure we're talking about the same thing, but yeah. you know, we talked early on in the season about resting Paul George and Kawhi Leonard so that they were fresh for the playoffs. Well. When you're not one of those guys being rested and you're going out and you're playing extra minutes and you're not being compensated for it, mm. you know, there starts to develop some resentment. It's like, wait a minute, this guy's making 30 million a season. 
and he's getting rest every other day and I'm making four million a season. I don't know the numbers, but you know, I'm going out and I'm picking up those additional minutes and you know, I have to play at a certain level so that we are stay competitive in those games so that we can have a high enough seed for these guys to, you know, make a difference. So there was becoming some strife within the locker room of those two versus everybody else. And huh. so those stories started to leak out. News reports started to come out, and so that's kind of what he's talking about. Yeah. And this guy, Marcus Morris, is not known as a great locker guy. Mm. He's known as a hothead. Um, in fact, he, in his first game with the Clippers, he got a double technical uh, for almost getting into a fight with Joel Embiid. Oh. Um, and so uh, that's my concern is that I don't know if adding a vol. It's good in this sense. The, the Clippers have a, a – um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A team image, like a um, an identity. An identity. Thank yeah. you. An identity. Who they're they're rough and tough. Uh, they're not Hollywood. They're not glitz and glam. Where yeah. except for their players don't play every they're game. They're blue collar, <laughs> blue, blue collar lunchbox guys who take two weeks off. Yeah. That's that's their image, right? Union. And so, hey, uh, union yeah, true. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but Marcus Morris fits that. Yeah. You know, but like I said, but if 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 things start happening, if if you know if things are going bad, and Marcus doesn't feel like you know, I, I'm just afraid that he's going to be that hothead in the locker room as well. And you know, Kawhi is not going to step up and tell him yeah. to sit down. You know what I mean? So Uncle Phil might. Uh, Uncle Uncle yes. Bill Bill Uncle, Uncle Phil Uncle whatever. Why yeah. not? Yeah, yeah, we all <laughs> yeah, like he'll Uncle do it. Phil. Yeah, he'll <laughs> do it. But other than that, though, I mean, it's it's another get that the Clippers got, that the Lakers lost. But at this case, I'm not so sad that that happened. So let's talk about that. Uh, Lakers kept Kuzma. Kuzma, yeah. yeah. Which we I happy about like. that? I, yeah. I, I like it because the knock on LeBron has been everywhere he goes, they trade away essentially their entire team and they surround him with veterans that are at the cusp of falling off the cliff. <laughs> so they're they're no longer worded. they're no longer like the premier players in the league. Mm-hmm. So they've 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 sort of passed that, but they're still like viable guys. And like uh, one of the, uh, who's the old uh, Golden State guy that is with Memphis right now? Um The Lakers were trying to get him in a buyout, but they're going to trade him. Anyway, so there's 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 players like that that will give you like 80% of what you need and then like the next year they fall off they that fall cliff off, yeah. and 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 all of a sudden that team got real old. And that happened in Miami. You know, like he had he had like all I mean outside of Bosch and Wade and him, everyone around him was was guys that that got old real quick. So then he goes to Cleveland, they had a bunch of number 1 picks, they trade all of them, they get the Kevin Love, they get all these old guys and you know they're competitive for a couple of years and then they fall off the cliff and the Lakers were falling into that same trap. You know, Davis is young, but in 2 years they could get old real quick. And, and and the thing that I like about them keeping Kuzma is that Kuzma is, what, 24, 25 years old. He's still got young, fresh legs. you still got Davis. So even as those other guys get older, if you can keep those two, yeah. then you can start building the team around them. And you've got two viable all-stars still on that team and not just leaving Davis by himself. So I don't think that Kuzma really helps you much this year because I think he's too immature. I don't think that he's worked himself well enough into that starting lineup to be a, like a solid contributor in the playoffs. I think he's going to give you minutes off the bench where, you know, he's instant offense. Like, you know what you're going to get yeah. with him, but he's not that guy that you can lean on with, you know, 24 seconds left, like put the ball in his hands and let him create. Like he's not there yet, but I, you know, he, I, he, he, he needs some time to, to learn how to win. I, I like what I've seen in him over the last two years. It's just development time. And I'm glad that the Lakers didn't get rid of him. All right. Vic, you concur? I concur. Darren, you concur? I concur. I concur as well. Good job, doctors. All right. <laughs> Let's move this thing along. Uh, before we uh, stop talking about the uh, Lakers, though, we should mention Kobe, our boy. Yep. Yes. Funeral uh, at Staples on 224. Well, they, they buried him in a yeah, private ceremony this week. Right. Yeah. This week. They're yeah. going to be celebrating the, 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 yeah. the, the private yeah. thing. and. Yeah. yeah, you did you go? I I think I, I heard something. You went to the yeah. You the did go to thing. LA Live, right? Yeah, and it was. I mean, it it. I don't even know how to explain it. You walk like you're walking, and and the the crazy thing is normally in LA like, um, it, it people aren't exactly the nicest, you know, especially in downtown. Like you know, you bump into people, whatever. Yeah, but everybody was literally on their best behavior. Like they were oh, letting people go through. Cool. There wasn't anybody, you know, being loud or disrespectful. And 
to be there and to see the amount of just love that was there was wow. it blew me away. I mean, people were writing the, the site on this. There was no more squares on the sidewalk where you could write a message. Like every single square uh, in, in in LA Live had something written on it, wow. along with you know, I mean, the the flowers and everything were probably you know. S- seven eight feet from the fence like it was like huge and it was all around they had at least uh i won't say 10 of those huge white banners that you could sign you couldn't sign them anywhere because they were all i mean it was it was absolutely incredible and there was people there with their kids and you know just an old people and uh, you name it they were there of every race creed and of everything and it was just everybody was just paying their respects it was it, i'm so glad i went because monday or sunday night i guess they actually started taking it down yeah wow. and they so, had collected over 1300 basketball like it was it's crazy so uh, just out of curiosity like where do you park because i feel- <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't ben. listen. I don't mean oh, any disrespect. Right, the way that to ruin the moment. I'm not. <laughs> this is not the tribute show Just anymore. Uber, right? yeah. but no, I like, guess the grieving is over. <laughs> That's true. Here's, but here's here's the question: Is that anytime I go to Los Angeles, like you know, it's always just so hard to find parking, and so so now you've you know you've inundated just. All those streets with Big, all of these people. How do you do this? this? No, I will, and I and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> did you Uber? There's no, but Ben, they do. I bet have, you they flex those Uber rates at that time because there is no parking. They probably LA. did, but <laughs> you do realize that there there's a thing such that's you know. Have you ever heard of underground parking? No. Yeah, there's a huge LA Live has structure. a huge underground parking. Yeah. Right there, so I went and parked in the underground parking. Yeah. I mean, and you had to use the went, went up the escalator. I don't know how and, many flights up the escalator? God, yeah, that must have been tedious. And then it was within like a hundred feet because you had yeah. to walk around the building. But that was it. Wow. <laughs> there must not have been anything else going on because when things are going on, it's already like if Staples is sold out, right? Then all those underground parking spaces are taken, and now you got to park yourself. Whatever, you know what? Screw all you guys. Move on. Ben, we still love you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh my God! I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence now. All right, yes, moving on. Uh, XFL, holy crap balls. Just when you thought football was over, it's not over. It's not over, yeah. no. The Super Bowl is no longer the end of uh, football, at least for this year. <laughs> you know what, though? Um, but it never is because it's always recruiting and then it's the combine. But games, but games. <laughs> Game-wise, yeah. yeah. Where do you park for these XFL games? <laughs> I wonder. Just gotta Uber oh it to the stadium. You know what? It's how like, people even get there. It's like Anaheim Stadium. You can oh. you can get in without an issue. Yeah, yeah. Did you find a place to park on the street, Ben? I was able to for, find the, it. for the pod tonight. Yes, oh, I did. Gosh. Oh, you didn't tell him about your underground parking. Yeah. Well, good thing it's not street sweeping day because you know what, Jeff? If you lived you in an apartment <laughs> complex, I would not. I would not be on this podcast. That's true. That's true. Deeper into Long Beach, there's no uh, right. There is well, no I wouldn't show. No. Second yeah. Street, I forget it. about it. I believe forget it. it. Belmont Shore, no way. All right. XF. <laughs> <laughs> Never change, Ben. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> and you do you, please. Oh, man. So, so none of us watched any no. XFL games, no. but the reports are that it's actually not as Big of a dumpster fire as Which, people might have thought. To yeah. be honest with you, I, I think that where the XFL screwed up the last time was they came out with all of this bravado that was, hey, come look at us. We're, we're going to be a better product, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And you know, true to form, I, I, I didn't watch it. But the people that texted me, because they knew that we'd do the podcast, and they're like, hey, are you watching? And, and I was busy. I didn't have the opportunity to watch anything. But all of them had good things to say about it. Yeah. And so- now this is becoming more of a grassroots thing as opposed to what happened before, which yeah. is you watch the first couple games and then you lose interest. But I think, you know, just with all of what we've heard, yeah, yeah. this upcoming weekend, I will make it a point to watch at least yeah, a me too, actually. part of some game yeah, exactly. so that now I get to see it. And if I like it, we'll come on the show and we'll talk about it. And maybe two of you listeners will also do the same. And, and so maybe this is, maybe this is what was planned by the XFL, maybe the reason we didn't hear anything was because this is what they had planned. Maybe they knew that the product on the field was going to be better than we could have ever imagined. Yeah, who knows? And that's just it. I I haven't heard really one negative thing so far about this XFL. I I mean, we're in a big group thread with with the guys over at the King's Room and and Definitive Five, but not one person has said anything bad about last weekend. Therefore, what's going to prompt me to do something on Saturday or Sunday? I'm going to watch the XFL. 
Yeah. I think there was a text that was like, that quarterback just got crunch. Yeah. No flag. Ben's going to love this league. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately, I was like, what channel is this on? I got to go watch. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. I I love, I I mean, maybe now is the time for the XFL because I I feel like stuff like that, exactly. Like people are kind of fed up with the NFL and you know there's kind of the criticism that it's getting soft with all the the penalties and you know not letting the players play and yeah uh yeah maybe and, uh, and I heard and I don't know if it's true maybe you guys can correct me but there's a what a hundred thousand dollar bonus to the team that wins each game yeah oh, doesn't, wow. doesn't every no every idea. team that wins a game they get a hundred thousand dollars wow. or something yeah something, yeah, something to like that, that. yeah yeah and so you know it I love it that incentivizes yes the performance of every single game. Yep. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. It's, that's that seems interesting and fun to me. Yeah. I like that nice. too. All right, Ben, cue me up with another uh... useless stat of the week by Victor Costello. Yes. This one is for Eric, who's not here today. Oh. Uh, he's going to be very sad to hear this, but Ben, you're going to love it. XFL TV ratings. For the opener, oh yes, three times higher than any MLS game ever. Oh, oh. oh. ever <laughs> standing even, ovation. Even, <laughs> even like MLS Cup, even MLS Cup. Wow, wow. really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Does it say how those ratings compared to the previous iteration of the XFL? Uh, they're not as good, okay, but they're better than uh, what people thought. So I can hear Eric already, and I'm going to speak on his behalf, and he's going to say, "Well, but you know, like that soccer's consumed in so many different media's that they can't actually <laughs> measure TV ratings." So I, like, I, like so I, the would, voice. I would be willing to bet you that it's probably at least even, or that there's a following for MLS, and so I'm sure that they're that that it's better than what's being reported in the news. Oh, I love it. <laughs> It's like Eric is right in the studio. Yeah, he's hiding. He's hiding here. Where is he? Jeez, hammer. Is that you? Uh, Wait, I need to tuck up my mouth from the other side. But on the other hand, you can't really rate it, so. It's fair and balanced. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, whatever. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Yeah, wow. they, they had a, a pretty, pretty good. I mean, it wasn't great TV ratings, but good. Like it was yeah. it was better than what most people thought, and it was not uh, it was not bad. It was they actually I think the, they used literally used the word good. Like they you were know, good ratings. Good. Wow, well, good. good. Yeah. And, and it should be because I mean when you think about Saturday afternoon, other than like a Lucille Ball, I love Lucy reruns, what the hell is on TV <laughs> on Saturday afternoon? So for those yeah. for those guys and, and and I think I mean I know for sure I'm not in that group, and I think some of you guys are probably not in that group. But you know, like football fans that you know don't have kids to care for and oh. wives to tend to, you just want to have something on in the background, right? Fair so yeah. I, I think for those people, this is the perfect thing because it's, it's something that you're already familiar with, something that you like, and I think it's easily to roll into. And I think yeah. I think you were bringing it up. Maybe this isn't the right time right after the Super Bowl. I think it's the perfect time. Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean I guess I can see it uh, i'm gonna pull an eric here i can see it both ways <laughs> in my mind by by the time it gets stick to, this, to your guns because Jeff. i stick love your guns. well and and my point of view is I, because i love football so much and and i enjoy taking a whole sunday and doing literally nothing but just watching red zone and you know and then the rams are usually in the afternoon and watching the rams and mm-hmm. and then watching the night game and barbecuing and just hanging out it's it's kind of nice once football's over to have that day back to actually be productive and and do stuff because I don't love sitting in front of the TV. <laughs> Fair I, enough. I don't necessarily. Fair love, enough. But I don't want to miss it. You yes, know, I got yeah, FOMO yeah. or fo- FOMO. Yeah, yeah. So you're missing out. And so, out, yeah. uh, and so to me, it's like the Super Bowl is the climax, and then. We should wait, but uh, so he's in the cuddling section. Yeah, but but I, can get, I can get that their thinking is yeah, exactly what Ben just said. Playing off of you know what you've kind of gotten in the routine of doing and just keeping it going and, and getting those fans. So you know what? Great. I'm I'm approaching it kind of like I am any Netflix show or anything. I'm waiting yeah. until I hear some reviews. And and it needs to be better than just the season premiere. Yeah. Uh, I want to I want to he you know at least have a, a half season of of solid uh, episodes and uh, and then maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. Nice. All right. But I guess yeah. my only thought on the XFL. Or if we had a better team name than Wildcats. Oh God, seriously, Wildcats. So bad. Every team horrible. name is good. Yeah. 
in the XFL except Wildcats. Yeah. So my only other thought on the XFL is that I think that it's going to be embraced by the millennial generation. And and let me let me explain why. Because I do think that a lot of... <laughs> She's so in tune with the millennials. <laughs> <laughs> I work with them all the time. But no, I, I, I think it goes to... They, they like to have their own thing. And I think that, you know, NFL is our generations and, you know, maybe the boomers generation, right? Like... We're all about the NFL, but I think that kind of to my point earlier is that, you know, yeah, we do want our time back or, you know, we've, we want yeah. some time away to, to kind of recharge, but again, put yourself back in your twenties and, and, you know, now if you get a bunch of 20 year old dudes hanging out, drinking beers on a Saturday or on a Sunday, like right, right, that's right. why mm-hmm. they'll continue it. And then if they keep watching, this will become their thing. It'll become that like ground surge of, gotcha. you know, this is going to be their league. And, and, and if it succeeds, maybe 10 years from now, you know, as, as revenue money starts to shift because millennials are going to be, you know, the, where they're, where they're trying to go and, and, and get their own kids and all that kind of stuff. Maybe it actually gives the NFL, you know, something, a, a run for their money. So it, it'll be interesting. I, but yeah. I think that that's, if it's going to be adopted by anybody, it's going to be adopted by young people, not because they're millennials, but just because they've got time and, 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 you know, it's just something to do when they're hanging out. Hmm. You know what's going to happen? Fast forward 10 episodes from now. If the XFL ends up like tanking after it, I'll blame the millennials. Yeah. No, yeah. We're all going to come back and say, I told you. I told you it wasn't going to work. <laughs> Did it well, even last yeah. a year? You know what I'll say, though? Is I'll say the millennials don't like spending money. Yeah. Maybe if they had better parking. Right. Yeah, whatever. All right. Move on. You know what? Uh, before we get out of here. Um, I feel like we do need to bring up for those keeping score at home. Yeah. Uh, I know what he's going to talk about. Mr. Ben Garcia, I believe it was uh, a month or two ago, (laughs) says, I'm out. I'm out on The Bachelor. His beloved Bachelor. bachelor, But The Bachelor And The Bachelorette. The whole Bachelor franchise. Correct. Even Bachelor in Paradise? Correct. I was out. Wow. Because I... When I when I got out, it was actually this year's Bachelor in Paradise because I had they were they were doing two two hour episodes per week and I just couldn't keep up and so ab- after like the first episode I realized I just don't care I deleted all of them and so, so that's when I said I'm out he's out and and we've said this Ben said this on the show yes, that he's yeah. out and, and it's and recorded Jordan Heckman was so disappointed and yeah everyone just devastated <laughs> the same well, Jordan Heckman I'm that's doing back. <laughs> That was quick. A week ago, my wife, all of a sudden, her phone goes off. She looks at it. She's like, Ben's watching The Bachelor. (laughs) Ben. Yeah. You got suckered back in. No, you know, so, okay. I I had continued to to have it automatically record on my TiVo. So Mm -hmm. it's been in my, my shows to watch. And every time I pop, it pops up, I'm I'm like I'm not interested. I don't, I don't want to get back into it. It's too time consuming, and I'm not interested. So then I got sick, and this was right before Super Bowl. So I missed Jeff's Super Bowl party. I actually missed a couple of days of of work that week, and I found myself because I was so congested, like in the middle of the night, where I would wake up and couldn't fall back to sleep. I was oh, exhausted. My eyes were burning. Like they just, all I wanted to do was sleep, but I couldn't. So I'm keeping Stephanie awake, and so I thought, well. Just let me go downstairs and I'll turn on some TV. And I, so I thought, because yeah. I, I knew Pilot Pete is as boring as they get for Bachelors, I thought, I'll put this on, I'll fall right to sleep. <laughs> and I consumed 13 hours of Bachelor in like three days. Oh, oh my, And that's, wow. like, that's like two episodes. Because, <laughs> well, so each no, episode is like six, six hours, hours long. Well, that's how it feels I was, like to normal oh people. Oh my God. Yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was five episodes behind. Two of those episodes were three hours, and then the oh, other three were two wow. hours. Wow, it's so, unbelievable! Three hour yeah. episodes, and then and then and so then, <sighs> then the week that I ended up picking it up, they did two two hour episodes. So I so like I had fifteen hours of Bachelor that I watched in like four days. Oh my! And gosh. so, but by like episode four, I was I, you know like I was just hooked again. So 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 and and <laughs> can I just point out how well Ben knows The Bachelor is on the text thread. <laughs> And and I loosely follow, mostly because I I enjoy <laughs> the jokes that Ben apparently on the text that he has with my wife and yes. his other brother's wife, um, <laughs> where they talk about the Bachelor. But there's no ben other, there's no other men. There's no other guys on that. On no, that. Oh, not a one. Just no, making sure. Just not a one. 
Just Ben. Just Ben. Ben literally predicted exactly who the hometowns, which is what the, the final, final four. four. Mm-hmm. He, ben called the final four. He nailed it. <laughs> like every girl out of how many girls? It's thirty girls. So you're telling me Ben should be betting on the Bachelor, not sports? <laughs> well, no. Then he would have been totally wrong. If he'd put money on it, he'd have been totally I, I wrong. Would've. But well, so what I did first was when I when I, when I initially texted. Well, his wife and, and my sister-in-law. Yes. Was, I just said, uh, I didn't even want to tell him that I was back in. I just said, my final four would be. And so I I gave them who the four girls that I would have taken to hometowns. And they're like, oh, you think he's going to pick her? Why like, don't no, you no, give no. the names for Jordan Heckman and the handful of people that watch The Bachelor? Well, shoot, I don't remember now. I oh, I, oh, well, I didn't mean to call you back. <laughs> but, but anyway, so, so I, I tell them who I think mm-hmm. it would be for me. And then they're like, well, I don't think Peter would like her. And I said, no, no, no. Peter's girls are going to be. And so I named them. I think Victoria F. Um, anyway, I'd have to, I'd have to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. And it, as it turned out, that's, that's who that's it is. That's the four, huh? Yeah. But again, when I watch this, I'm watching from the eye of, of like who I was when I was dating. And so I, I pay attention to the weirdest things. I, I pay attention to the way they lean, the way they talk, what they say, how they say it. The cadence of how they say it. I'm looking at their eyes. Like I'm, I'm literally in that moment because it's that yeah. only time that I feel like I can get back to that point in my life where I was dating because it was so much fun. <laughs> oh, without- reliving the glory days. Yeah, because I'm like, this is how I would. <laughs> hey, Al Bundy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Hey, and listen, I scored four touchdowns in one game. And you got to put your hand down your pants right, and right. get your nuts. Because that's it. how I roll. Love so it. anyway, I, I am back in, although we, we were talking about it uh, today and- I, I I don't know who the next Bachelorette's going to be, and and probably don't have much interest in in following it through. But then again, who knows? I'll you get lie. But I do think that Bachelor in Paradise, I might be back in because there are some uh, girls that were this season that I would be interested yeah. in watching. Yeah, I feel like that's the one that's worth. I I I'm still against it, but if I'm fo- because my wife watches all three versions: Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> that's the one that. That's the most. Fun. I don't mind getting sucked into. Yeah, that one. Oh, it's it's all a train wreck. Honestly, my, and I hate wife, it, and I feel my myself getting dumber. Watches but. every housewives, and uh, I don't even what's that, what's that, that every housewife Kardashian, that one, Bachelor, yeah, that one, whatever. Yeah, those I and can't I, get sucked I, into. I don't. I don't get sucked. Yeah, into. no, yeah. The Kardashians. I, I, I can't do it. My wife what's tried that? Vanderpump Rules. That's the one. Which God, is abysmal. It's yeah. It's it's. It's an abomination, but yeah. but Bachelor is different. It it's, uh, it's well, Vic. Good for you for terrible. staying strong. Yeah. Thank you, I appreciate it. I'm um, with you, buddy. Before we get <laughs> out of here, well done, sir. I, I got a quick question. We uh, we mentioned Super Bowl. Congrats to uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, good job yeah. beating the Forty yeah, well, Oh yeah. yeah, well, love done. Yes, yeah. yes, well done. Um, good job, Mahomes. I got a quick question. Shakira or J Lo? Oh. oh. How about that halftime show? Amazing! It, Wasn't it stuff. great? It was. It, I, I, it was I like, rank it up there as among the best. Oh yeah, I, I, love, I was like in a strip club the entire time. <laughs> amazing! <laughs> Might as well throw one dollar bills at the big screen TV. It was a little risque. I, I, I can't. I can't say that I didn't enjoy it. I listen. At one point, my wife literally, Jeff. Your mouth, you're drooling. <laughs> <laughs> and, looks up and and like the guys are just standing yeah, in a row, yeah, uh, staring at the street, mouth <laughs> dropped. So I, I really have a, an internal battle because J Lo has been someone that I've always <laughs> just yeah. thought was the most attractive woman. Yeah. Yeah. We watched for, Out of Sight for the other night. Years. Yeah, and she yeah. is. So for off 20 the years, I've always loved J Lo, and yeah. so she's I think 10 years older than Shakira. So at this point, I think Shakira is a better looking girl. Than J Lo, but yep. because of that history that I have with J Lo, I think <laughs> I would still choose. I feel J-Lo. like J Lo's still. She looks oh, amazing. She looks amazing. Yeah. She, she, looks oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. she looks absolutely amazing. I what I was most impressed with is that I think she's fifty. Yeah, just the fact, wow. the, just how sh- how fluid she is in her dancing and yes, her, yeah. yes. the flexibility. Like, I mean, I'm I'm ten years her 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 uh, junior. And, you oh, know, I, w- like, I would have broke a hip or something up there. I, w- I wouldn't necessarily yeah. have broke a hip, but like, <laughs> I sure as hell can't stretch and, yeah. and hit my toes yeah. without you know, warming up first. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. 
<laughs> no, so good on good on her for staying in shape. Uh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, I'm on board with J Lo. Have thoughts? J Lo. J Lo. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if I had to choose J Lo, Shakira. Yeah. I, I so, think she's the better looking. So today. the funny thing is, is I've I wasn't introduced to J Lo until Out of Sight that okay. movie and loved her in that, but but then kind of wasn't necessarily. But Shakira, I had a thing for her from day one, and oh. uh, and I'll tell you what. <laughs> and if I had to pick, I'm going Shakira. I think more mostly because you're not you're not you're you're going to like a dive bar. If you mm. want to go to a dive bar, watch sports, who are you going to that with? Me. <laughs> yeah. Because you know but, what? There's between, parking between there's cheap beer. <laughs> I know a lot of fun to hang out That's with. Right. And well I'm played, a good sir. wingman. All right. Well played. Well but played. if Ben is busy and the only two <laughs> options are Shakira and J Lo. You're not taking J Lo to a yeah, dive bar. She's yeah. you've got to get dressed up. You got mm. there's no, no way she's slumming it hey, anywhere. She, hey, she's Jenny from the block. <laughs> no, she's yeah. not Jenny from the block. <laughs> yeah, Do you remember Ben Affleck when Ben Affleck was Jayton, dating J Lo? Oh yeah. There's pictures Benef- of him. He had to be in a suit at every single thing that he's in. Now he wears oh, yeah. t-shirts Jeff, and he doesn't that. even shave anymore. Hey, listen. <laughs> she turned a rod into from a ro- robot into an actual human being. So I I think that she's she's. I don't think he was a robot. He, he was had a, a personality. No, he didn't. Go, no. b- go back and watch some of his interviews. He was. I think he's gotten naturally better. Maybe he's happy. Well, good. He for, is because good, good if that's the case. No, I, I think I think that she would totally be down to go to a dive bar. And not, I, I like, like her Shakira music better. Would. I don't like Shakira's music. Uh, I well, like we're Shakira's not talking music. music. We're talking. Looks. <laughs> but, yeah, we're not talking about that. But I'm I, I'm surprised. I thought I'm well it would be, Darren. <laughs> I thought it would be overwhelmingly J Lo. So I'm, I'm they glad both to hear, shook uh, it very well. Shakira. What yeah. about in their primes? Oh J Lo. J Lo, yeah. Yeah. I'm still with J Lo. I, I still go Shakira. Oh, do you really? Oh man, I, I, I you know, it's, you know how there's <sighs> just sometimes you have a thing for yeah. Yeah. someone. This would be a great a, Twitter poll. Come question, on, yeah. let's do a Twitter poll. Vic, you're yeah. the, you're the Shakira or yeah, J Lo. That's a gr- oh god, that is tough. In their prime, it's not. In their, it's not hard. In their prime, yeah. In their prime, that is tough. That is tough. Um, no, to me it's not I choose, tough. I choose Britney in the Pepsi commercial when she was like, "Oh, oh there you remember go. that one?" They, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, Britney okay. in her prime or Lilo in her prime? Oh, Lilo. Really? Yeah, I like. Oh, she's, Lindsay she's, Lohan she's, over Britney, dude. Lilo. That was a that was a that was a small prime. No, Britney. Okay. Lilo. I feel like what? she fell off real quick. Both I'm, I'm going with Shakira because I think I could live with Shakira more than I could live with. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, that's exa- that's yeah, what I'm no, saying. Exactly. I think I think J Lo is high maintenance. Easier. Shakira yeah. is yeah. like you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Good stuff. Agreed Good stuff, disagree. guys. Yeah, great to disagree. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. All right, we're out of here. Yes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Guys in Shorts Pod. Uh, leave a voicemail for us, 562-450-3356. And please, again, review the show wherever you're listening. Subscribe uh, and uh, spread the word. Spread the word about Guys in Shorts, your favorite podcast. Of all I don't know time. if that's true or not, but of course it is. It is. It's one of those subliminal things. Where, like if you say it, <laughs> say it enough. The best, po- the best podcast this side of the Mississippi. Yeah. Oh, easily, easily. And Jado's yeah, the best. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? There's not a wrong answer. Yeah, you really. can't. You Let's can't, be honest. There's yeah, not that's a wrong right, answer. That's right, yeah. Well, yeah. they they were both. Incredible. You know where we're wrong, and this is where we're tone deaf. All right. It's it's like with this whole Me Too moment, whatever. Like we're literally objectifying these women. No, we're it's not. A bu- it's a bunch of guys just hate. I'd be like, no, nah, I'd hit it with that one instead. We're talking yeah. about their talent and, and their really, music. Really, really. Well, I brought up music, and Darren's like, yeah, we're not talking about music. That's yeah, true. Yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> okay, maybe that's Darren. All Darren. Send, <laughs> send all your complaints to at gis Darren. They're both talented yeah. in their own special ways, especially when they shake it. Oh, for. Victor Costello, Ben Garcia, and Darren Besa. I'm Jeff Wilson, and we're guys in shorts. In a world where the kings no longer reign, one hockey podcast stays true to Kings fans. Como shot! So you guys play hockey. I had to refine your mouth. Spike smells like James's balls. You used to play hockey. You're a child with childlike optimism. Like-
Do you know anything about hockey? I'm clearly not a professional. You know what's hilarious? You're on the King's Realm and you have to announce you're going off topic. Wow! You sound like a stupid duck fan. God, there's beer all over my face. For James Whitlock, the asshole Jordan Heckman, Michael Timoney, <laughs> I am Dennis Wilson saying, Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! All right, you're my new favorite people in the world. So you missed my whole fucking career. You don't even know who I am. You don't even know who I am. I'll drink to that. Hi, this is Luke Robitaille from the LA Kings, and listen to King's Realm. I think they actually do know what they're saying.